equality. Is it negotiable? Should it be subjected to compromise or pursued at any cost? Surely pursuit without consideration for others is the very definition of selfishness. If so, it must be questioned. Can one truly fight for their own interests and equality? As many of you may be aware, last weekend, Mr. Sander, one of our most respected teachers, unexpectedly passed away. Some of you may not know this, but I actually attended school here with Mr. Sander. We were separated by some years, but I remember the little kid that ran straight from his locker, lunch in mouth, to the soccer ground just over there. He was a brilliant man, completing a Masters in Engineering here in Melbourne before working abroad. Mr. Sander excelled in the field, yet when his daughter was born, he moved back to Melbourne to teach at the school he had once attended. Here, Mr. Sander began work on a new project, revolutionising the way we teach mathematics. First, he redesigned his classes, then slowly the school curriculum, and finally, the textbooks you all use. Mr. Sander managed to make a bigger impact during his short tenure than most over a lifetime. And with that, his loss is not only a loss to the school, the students he taught, and the teachers beside him, but to people all around Victoria. From Send Media, this is the Graduates Cup podcast. I'm Marin Bouillon, and that was Aaron Jones, the principal of East Kilo High School, addressing an entire assembly of students. I can't explain just how large of an impact this unfortunate event has had on the students of East Kilo High School, particularly on the players of the first team. Not only was it devastating on a personal level, but nobody, nobody knew what to do with the situation. Mr. Jones managed to postpone the ESV matches for two weeks. And during that time, not a single training session was held. Eventually, Mr. Jones organized a meeting with everyone to discuss where to go next. He decided to incorporate the unanimous voting style previously suggested by Brendan Sander. Surrounded by teachers, parents, including Alice's father, and surprisingly, a few board members of Education Soccer Victoria, the two teams sat in the middle of the school cafeteria room. It marked the first open discussion about the mixed team. However, this same event would also be its last. Hello, thank you for coming tonight. If you do not recognise me, I am Mr Jones, the school's principal. In light of uh, recent events, I thought we needed to come to some consensus on the capacity in which we should run the first mixed team. This may seem unusual, 
Bath in an attempt to uh, de-escalate tensions. Any decisions made tonight must get unanimous approval of all the students involved. To the students, this is a huge responsibility I give to you. Please treat it with care. If you have concerns with the proposal, please voice it, but also try to understand where others come from when they do the same. To everyone else, if you have a problem with the structure, please let me know now. Okay then, I feel we have a lot to go through, so we will now proceed with the meeting. We'll start by addressing the most obvious problem currently. Who will be coaching the mixed team? If anybody has a suggestion, please raise your hand. Don't you have an assistant coach that can take over in these situations? Unfortunately, no. What about a manager? Some teams in some sports have an assistant or manager. However, coaches are selected by the teachers who volunteer to participate. As a result, we can only do so much with the supply we are given. Yes, Kyle. Do you have a suggestion? Yes. Um, I'd like to suggest Mr. Colbert. Okay, so we have Mr. Colbert, the seconds coach. Um, any others? No? All right then. By default, a unanimous vote has been achieved. Hold on. At least hold a vote. Apologies, Felicity. I should not have assumed. Raise your hand if you are okay with Mr. Colbert as coach. Okay. That's everyone, albeit Felicity. Is there anything you'd like to say, Felicity? Before I joined the team, I heard Mr. Colbert talking with Mr. Sander about the girls' team. Some of the things he said makes me question the extent to which he would support the girls on the team. I would uphold any decision the students agree to today. What exactly makes you question him? Like, he... he assumed we were going to lose because we were competing in a boys' league. But East Keylor did end up losing that game. In fact, when I left, they were down 3-0. If anything, I gave an accurate prediction. As for why I thought that, it was in the context of the league being full of aspiring professionals. All I was saying was that it would be hard. Yes, but you made it out like we couldn't compete because boys put in more effort. And how can we achieve anything like that? Alice, you agree, right? Um, Alice? Uh, I don't know. Look, in the end, this just kind of doesn't feel right, but... Maybe I haven't been part of the team for long enough. Maybe things are different at training or something. If you all want him as coach, I'll agree to it. Thank you, Felicity. So, once more, if you would like Mr Colbert as coach, please raise your hand. Okay, about three extra hands have stayed down. Is there something someone else would like to add? To be honest, 
I haven't heard much from Mr. Colbert, which is concerning when so many of our players have felt antagonised by players on his team. Grace makes a good point. To me, he never really helped on or off the field. If he did have concerns, where was the support? Okay, I think those expectations are a little harsh, considering I was single-handedly coaching another team, especially one that had just had a massive influx of players. Uh, may I add something? I recall Mr. Sander had a difficult time just organising a practice game with you. I didn't want to add to the tensions. Will you continue to not help when elected coach? This is ridiculous. He has literally won every single game this season, often by double figures. I mean, how is this even a question? Okay, Felicity. Perhaps if you nominated another person. Um, Alice, you've been here longest. Could you suggest anyone at all? No. (sighs) Students, I'm not particularly happy with how things have developed. However, I think I should apologise because clearly I shouldn't have begun with this particular question. The first question I should have asked is who will be in the first mixed team? And to this particular question, I'd like to make a suggestion. That the mixed team become just that. Mixed. Where boys and girls are played on field based on their merit. Can I get a vote on such an idea? Okay. About two-thirds agree. Kyle, you kept your hands down. What's bothering you? I think we're in a bad position on the ladder. And we need the boys alone to have any chance of winning the league. Like, on our own, we won half of our matches in the second league by double digits. So we're our best chance of making it to the Graduates' Cup. But if students are selected on merit... Wouldn't that mean that you'd have an even better chance to reach the state championships? But it would also divide the team, making it, you know, more difficult. I know this because we tried that before and they kicked us out. I mean, who's to say they wouldn't do that again? (sighs) Felicity, you wouldn't also happen to want this, would you? Of course not. I didn't think so. Look, the way I see it... Unless we're on our own, we'll get shrugged off as a handicap. And I don't want all of this to be meaningless. It'll be meaningless anyway if you don't reach the cup. He said fresh off of our win. One win? You've had one win! You've had more losses than you have wins! You can't brag about that! You can't use that as some sort of, you know, defence. Have you seen how far down the ladder you are? Kyle, please be considerate. I know, I know! But Mr. Jones, tell me, why do I have to be the bad guy? The one who points out the facts when obviously so many people are upset. Because you led the campaign against us. I came to the school because this is a school for sports. My best chance to go professional. And I remember back then, people spoke about how I might make it at the first by grade nine. But when year 9 came around, the coach took a team of year 10s. Then those year 10s turned into year 11s. And then there was no need to recruit people outside the year 11s and 12s. But I told myself, hey, that was okay. 
However, last year, when it was my time, I couldn't get in. I mean, nobody got in. The coach had found his winning formula and didn't want to risk anybody else. And for three years, that Golden Age team kept me out of the first. And so when they left, I finally, finally had my chance. Only this time, I'm kicked out because of my gender. So, I'm sorry if I'm not exactly sympathetic to your claims that life is unfair. At least you have a chance to go professional. Once this is all over, you can still get recruited. Scouts can still see you play. That's not the same for us. We don't have that opportunity. The average wage of the W League doesn't cover your yearly expenses. Thank you both for sharing. I think the lesson in both cases is to treat others with the merit they deserve. In which case, perhaps the merit-based mixed team is actually what everyone wishes for. I'm sure Mr Colbert wouldn't mind lending some of his players to the team. And I'm sure Mrs Simpson would appreciate the extra players for hers. Oh, Mrs Simpson. She could be the mixed coach. Me? Yeah. You're the first girls coach, and you're doing really well, even though most of us have left the team. Actually, that's not a bad idea. And she'll fit in easy. She's already coached most of us. Why didn't I think of that? She can't coach the first team because she's already coaching the girls' first team. By the same token, Mr Colbert can't coach us then either. Mrs Simpson, would you coach us? Um, wait. Oh... This wasn't what I was expecting. I... I'll, I'll need to consider it. With her, we might be able to reach the state championships. Hey, it needs to be unanimous, remember? Kyle's right. Raise your hand if you'd like Mrs Simpson to coach the next team. Okay, Mrs Simpson seems to be polarising the two teams. Just for reference... Raise your hand if you'd like Mr. Colbert to coach. <sighs> you know, you can choose both. Mind if I step in now, Principal? I was hoping to use you as goodwill rather than a bargaining chip, but it doesn't look like we'll get to that. No, it doesn't. Hi everyone, my name's Harry McFarlane. I'm one of the board members of Education Soccer Victoria and I'm here to give an announcement. At the start of the year we made a decision to allow your school to enter the league as a mixed team. In part, this decision was made with finances in mind, but it was also seen as a quick, easy fix to the situation, especially one that began a few weeks before the start of the season. But I'm here today to tell you that logic was wrong. There is no easy, quick, or financially free fix to the problem of inequality. And as a result of our attempt at one, <laughs> it's caused us more headaches than we ever intended. We've got angry calls from parents, students, teachers, from men to women, from those involved in the sport, to those who are not, and all from multiple schools. However, through all of this, we managed to strike a promising deal with Brendan before his tragic passing. If the girls here leave the boys' team, 
we will divert funds from alternate projects and we will introduce the very first Girls State Tournament. That's a lot to take in, I know. But now you can say you made a substantive difference. You made this happen. I want you to know that. And although this doesn't end the prejudice, it is a step in the right direction. In fact, this entire scenario has left us realising that we can do more. And I want your help with that. Over the next few weeks, we've requested your ex-teacher, Mr Peter Carey, return to East Keylor to discuss how we can better education Soccer Victoria. Like I said, I know this is quite sudden and a lot to take in. It's not that. It's just... He said if I opened up more, I would have this sort of impact, you know, but I didn't entirely believe him. Who? Mr Sander. He came to my footy game on Sunday and asked why I was changing sports so frequently. And, you know, I told him about everything here playing a boys game. I know what you mean, Felicity. My club brushed up our fourth league win in a row, but called a boys team five years younger than us stars of a generation because they'd won twice. Tell me about it. When they split the kids' league by gender, my league only had three teams in it, so they decided to join half of Victoria into one league. Every second game was two hours away. I tell you what felt really good, though. To see this man from the boys' team beg us to join. Like, the world would end if we didn't. It's been a long time since soccer actually made me feel wanted. When I told Mr Sander it hurt less playing other sports, he just laughed and said, Isn't it obvious? It's because you care about soccer. That was the last thing he said to me. That may have just been the last thing he said to anyone. For as long as I can remember, all I've ever wanted to do was play soccer professionally. I played with my brothers all the time and they're all professionals now. So why couldn't I be one? But that's not how the world works. And we know this. I was pushing for a tournament that really should not have even been a question. And all I got in response was this trial. A little compensation prize. And when I failed, Mr. Sanders spoke to me about how you really get change. As he described it, it's easier to push from the inside out than the outside in. In those few words, I saw a little bit of hope for the future. And with this offer, it turns out to be true, doesn't it? We really did create change for the better. But with that said, it is also why I question your meeting on Sunday. Is this actually what Mr. Sander wanted? Because if your offer is a state tournament you don't even care about, just to get us out of your hair, then, then I reject your offer. What? I'd rather prove myself in the league, thank you very much. They're giving you a state tournament. Give it to us when we win. 
Are you kidding me? You can't win. Accept the damn offer. That's exactly why I can't. Honey, just accept the offer. I refuse. Peter, they don't even want it. Oh my god, what is wrong with you? Mrs. Simpson, tell them to do it. I've got an idea. Harry, can we tie the board votes to results? No, I won't be adjusting my vote. Harry, you've got a razor-thin majority. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Good. Then is everyone free this Friday? I propose a match. The boys versus the girls. If the boys win, the girls will concede the mixed team and accept ESV's offer to create the girls' state tournament. If the girls win, the boys will concede the mixed team and the girls' state tournament will be left pending on their results in the league. Raise your hand if this is what you want. No! I will not allow our school to continue in this direction. East Keylor will accept the offer and all the infighting will cease immediately. Do you really think forcing everyone along your plan will stop the infighting? But, but, but why do this? Why not convince them to accept it? If you have to ask, you don't really understand. Just look. Everyone's hand is up. The Graduates Cup is a Sin Media podcast and could not have been created without the help of Creative Victoria, the Community Broadcasting Foundation, Rachel Alford, Madeline Plum, Benji Grenowegan, Shelley Dunlop, Lindsay Green, Crystal Roxas, Ron Kurtz, Leneth Svalen, James Liotta, Les Horowitz, Nikki Dionisiu. Hi, Tran. Patrick Farnan. Lucindu Pandicarola. Before anyone gets the wrong idea, nothing I've ever said at the end of an episode was a paid ad. They're all just stuff that popped up in my research that I think are legitimately helpful. Now, one of the things that have been touched upon here, but for a few reasons haven't quite worked out the way it could have, is the idea that the best way to achieve gender equality is for men and women to work together. On this front, there's an organisation called Male Champions of Change. They seem to be doing really good work. They encourage leaders and influential men to stand up beside women and achieve change on gender equality issues. In sport, they've called for equal pay for equal play, but they've also taken practical initiatives into other work environments and industries, not just necessarily sport. The list is actually rather extensive. If that's something you might be interested in, Go check them out at malechampionsofchange.com. Also, tell them the Graduates Cup sent you. <laughs> um, you don't have to do that last part. <laughs> if you want to keep up to date with the Graduates Cup podcast, you can visit us at our Facebook page, The Graduates Cup. You can also visit us at my own personal YouTube channel, Marination. That's M-A-R-I-N, Nation, where we'll be uploading subtitled versions of the Graduates Cup podcast. Thank you for listening, and until next time.